Okay, episode eight of 1v1 Cutting Edge. We're back again. Basit here with Atolani. Let's get this going. Man, we saw another, yet another game week of football. And what a way to start. Villa absolutely outclassed Newcastle. I don't think I've said that all season. Newcastle getting outclassed from minute one to 90. I think Emery is doing the job of jobs at Villa because I saw the start of the table as at his appointment and now they were 16th. And if you use the league table in that time frame, only City and Arsenal have more points than them. So Villa are absolutely flying. What did you see or what did you notice from that game that basically suggested they are really they are really on the rise or that Newcastle were just not it on that day? Um, yeah, I have to give Emery his flowers. I've, I've always sympathised with Emery because even when he was at Arsenal, he did not do as bad a job as it, it seems. We were on a mm-hmm. downward spiral under Wenger already. He came in, um, obviously he failed to get Champions League, got into Europa, took us to Europa final, but he had to leave simply because he lost the dressing room, not because the football was never that bad. Emery Ball, I vividly remember Emery Ball producing some amazing goals and memories yeah. like the 4-2 win against Tottenham, um, where Lucas Torreira scored, but then things like that were his undoing because why are you playing Lucas Torreira as a 10 for Arsenal? Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. He wasn't always perfect. The Fulham game as well, we won 5 1 um, when Ramsey scored to finish off a great team called Bellerin, they're flicking like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had so I think, I don't want to say he's found his level because Emery has won three Europa Leagues. You don't do that as just a mid table coach. He's obviously a very, very good coach, mm-hmm. but I'm, mm-hmm. ha- I'm happy for him. I, I thought he'd do well at Villa. I don't think he'd do this well at Villa. I don't think anybody predicted. Villa are sick. That's... They are pushing for Europe. Well, we can we can say the teams around them have played have played a game less or two, but this is very very yeah. encouraging. It's hilarious encouraging. if you look at their goal difference. Their goal difference is yeah. four, and I think that's collateral damage from the Gerard days when they were losing. Yeah, the Gerard days. Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool just won that three points behind Villa, but Liverpool's mm-hmm. goal difference is like twenty, and Villa's is four. So obviously, yeah, mm-hmm. that I I think. They'll probably miss out on the Conference League spot to Brighton because I don't see Brighton going anywhere. We'll get to Brighton mm. with the Chelsea game. But yeah, um, yeah. Oli Watkins' form is incredible. I, I don't think anyone... 12 has in 13 goals. And and 13 games, rather. That if, is, if his name was Haaland, we'd be impressed. That is incredible. Yeah. He's, he's one of the I remember stars. him, him at Berama two years ago in Brentford. Yeah. Oh, no, not two years ago. At the end of the 2020 yeah. season. Yeah. Look at him now. So, yeah. I think he's well on course to becoming one of those like 100 club strikers that's in the Prem for sort of six to 10 years, like a Darren yeah. Bent, or like yeah, the yeah, those kind of guys. And yeah. It's one where you sort of think, does he deserve an opportunity, a bigger club type thing? Because right now, he's not getting that many chances a game and he's finishing. The creative element is that as well. Like to get three GA mm-hmm. in a 3-0 win is, that's that is almost historic. Yeah. That's an incredible performance. And Newcastle again, at the time of that game, Newcastle were third. They only dropped to fourth because of that result. So, yeah, yeah. I, I give Emery a lot of flowers because in the transfer window, I don't recall Villa spending big and bringing in. Like, this is the same squad Gerard had. And yeah. Tyron Mings is suddenly looking like an England candidate again. Ezri Konza is looking incredible again. Martinez made a couple mm-hmm. good saves. Isak was a bright spark at points in that game. And Martinez made a couple good saves. Martinez is a solid keeper. Like, Villa is it's looking good. It's a good time to be a Villa fan. Um, I think I, for their sake, I hope they get into Europe next year. I don't think they will. I think 
They'll just. I, 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 I see a seventh place. I guess. I see. I think, it's looking. I seventh. see eighth. I think Liverpool overtake them. Um, I think. Uh, what what games do Villa have? Let me have a quick I have look. A check that that yeah. think that that that's what will determine. Okay, they've got Brentford, Fulham, United, Wolves, Spurs, Liverpool, and Brighton. Whoa, that is not whoa, an easy running. Whoa! Ah, ah, ah! Wow, 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 that, wow! Okay, that's, that's that seventh might not be feasible, but who knows? I think they they pulled off five wins in a row now. And I heard true. that is only the second time they've done it in PL history. That's from nineteen ninety-two. Yes. Eighth would be a, a good season because Liverpool are three points behind them again with a game in hand. Brighton are one point behind with two games in mm. hand. But they're seven points ahead of Brentford in ninth. So if they can finish eighth and not just completely drop off in a very tough run, I think they can hold their heads up high. I don't yeah. know what they aim for next year. I guess I just consolidate with another top 10 finish because realistically, the top uh, Arsenal, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, United, Tottenham. That's the big six, you'd expect them to be in the yeah. top six. After that, they're yeah. competing with Bryson, they're competing with um, Brentford, they're competing Brentford. with Fulham. You'd expect yeah. a West Ham to bounce back. Like there's there's a lot of teams that will that seven to ten spot, they can all be very proud of themselves if one of them snags conference league and the rest can say they finished top half. So I don't mm. think Villa have too much there's not that they're in a good place. There's not too much pressure to go and try and win a trophy or whatever. They got to a Carabao final. A couple of years ago, anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're yeah. They won't. I can almost guarantee they won't get relegated next year. So yeah, they're they're doing fine. But yeah, what's what was the second game? I think that was the Chelsea uh, and Brighton was the Goros feature. Yeah, and I was watching that game and to think Brighton could have been up six 0 at halftime. It was six one three shots at to twenty. Uh, it was twenty six shots, I believe. Yeah. yeah. They they were absolutely running Chelsea into the ground. After the Gallagher goal, even at that point, I'm sure the team, the Chelsea team themselves, they they already knew definitely were going to concede in this game, and then they did concede. Welbeck equalizes and and and, and he so scored an absolute belter in the second half to give them two one lead. But then, I think I think that game is kind of half and half of. Brighton being so good at the moment and Chelsea being so poor. Because Chelsea, they just couldn't respond. They they showed no fight. I think at a point they subbed, they, I think they made five subs and the likes of Ziyech came on. And I was like, Ziyech was in this game and he was brought on like, what, 57, 58 minutes. And this guy played over 30 minutes and I don't even remember one highlight from him. So Chelsea is in a really disorganized place right now. Fair play to Brighton. I was like, if this game ended in a draw, then that would have been very frustrating because they deserve to win. They absolutely yeah. outclassed Chelsea. And they knew they were the better team and they went there and proved it. So, but for Chelsea... Especially after they got yeah. robbed, unequivocally robbed against Tottenham last week. with the penalty Exactly, yeah. Terrible, terrible, terrible officiating. Brighton yeah. have been pretty good on their travels, especially against uh, the big six. Aside, I think, the 2-0, 2-1 two two, defeats mm. to Man City. But... Yeah, Chelsea is looking pretty. They are, they, are, they are just all over the place right now. Lampard made comments like, "We're heading into Madrid tomorrow, uh, not shaking." I'm like, bro, what, 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 what confidence does that dressing yeah, room? Really say, have? I don't know how anyone, anyone in that dressing room could be. It's only two 0 right? Yeah, it's two 0 Yeah, it's not over, but it's over. Basically, um, yeah. 
yeah, basically. I wouldn't think. I, I mean, you, you are playing. Football. You are playing the European heritage team. Yeah, They've been I, there, done that. Even if Chelsea do score the first goal, it's not going to phase Madrid. Plus, Chelsea are not. They are just not it right now. They are not threatening anybody. So, it's it's pretty sad. We we're talking about them last week. Six wins in the last twenty-five. That now makes it six in the last twenty-six in Premier League. So that is no, not Premier League all competition. So that makes yeah. it pretty. Four. They've yeah. won four in twenty-two. That's woeful. I don't. That's, I said is... someone. <laughs> someone made comments like. This is not even relegation form. This is just bad. It's outrightly bad. It's, that's it's that's what we are seeing. Yeah. I could see that bright again. I'm, and I'm like, you guys are not even playing like you're 11. You're you playing worse than that. It was that terrible. No cohesion, no fights, no spirits. Like, okay, let's even try and end a draw out of this. They just accepted, you know what? This is men against boys. Brighton will run away with this. They didn't, but they still got the win. But yeah, based on performance, Chelsea. We mentioned it, I think, the very first episode where I told you I don't think top six is feasible for them. Now to think top ten may not be feasible for them, it's, it's absolutely wild, man. So. It's wild, yeah. They've got two points in the last five. We've already touched on Chelsea quite a lot. So. Yeah, it's, it's quite a lot. We don't, we don't need to stress on that. I think they know where they are heading. Um, yeah, so more games. We've had Spurs Bournemouth. Wow. <laughs> Tottenham, I'm I'm glad oh, breakfast must go around and Spurs breakfast. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah, it was uh, so very. It obviously doesn't impact us, Arsenal. Like Tottenham was their small boys. What I what I noticed from Bournemouth in that game, all three goals, pretty super, superb finishes. I was like, wow, for a team that doesn't score a lot, the Matthias Vina goal was nice. Think. So Lanky, nice finish. Then Watara in that moment to calmly yeah, spot it into bottom right corner. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty smooth. And I was like, Bournemouth, way to go, like way to show some fight away from home. Dine, oh, was it 90th or 91st minute that Danjuma equalized? I was like thinking, oh, okay, um, 88 yeah. minutes, yeah. So I was thinking, who knows? Maybe sports could actually nick or win or something. And then Watara, who has been a very bright signing for them since he joined. Scott Darwin, I was like, okay, this is, this is a team that actually wants to fight. You know Tottenham as well, isn't a consistent team, so you, you can have your way, your ways around them, and yeah, yeah. they did that, but yeah, Spurs is, I don't know, They I, I saw the EA Sports uh, team of the season nominees earlier, and I was seeing the likes of Romero, Bentacor, Hoybeek, I was like, what the hell are these guys looking for here? It's, it's very like, evident. <laughs> Crazy. So, yeah, I was like, okay, this is EA Sports. Uh, definitely, PFA is not going to run things like this. But yeah, that that was a mighty win for Bournemouth. As for Spurs, at that top four, that I don't think they're even going to see fourth place because they're still going to play the likes of United again. So that's another game where they will have to try and prove themselves. But as for that win, that moved Bournemouth into 14. Imagine that six clear of the relegation zone. Yeah, relegation, it's a funny thing because one win just makes the table look so different. Changes everything, bro. Yeah. All it takes is one everything. win. Everything. Forest Wolves, Wolves, Wolves with back-to-back wins against, okay, Chelsea, you could have expected the win being at home, but Brentford, they also had the win. Brentford are kind of like a bullyish team. Wolves did that to them, served them their own medicine. Bullied them. Tony couldn't find space or anything to do much. And yeah, they just had their way and they are in 13 34 points two behind Palace. so yeah i think 
Wolves and Bournemouth are starting to give themselves some breathing space, but obviously it's not over. They've still got big games to play. Yeah, but I was impressed with that Bournemouth fight back. It was nice to see. Ah, wow. Then City 3 1 Leicester. Honestly, uh, I predicted 5 0 for this game. I don't know probably what you were expecting, but yeah, I, I think it was 3 0 after. Leicester, right. they don't have the, the, the minerals to, for me to even say new manager bounce. Like, it was, yeah, it was never going to. They were never just getting sad. Game, it was it just sad. Dean Smith yeah, but well. we are looking at a possible Leicester exit, though. It is looking very like I was looking at the table and I was like, I don't like. Let, be... Let's be real. This 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 team could actually go down. Their fixtures: they've got Wolves, Leeds, Everton, Fulham, Liverpool, Newcastle, West Ham to end the season. I can't. I, to be honest, be frank with you, I can't count two wins here. I seriously yes. can't. That that the game against Everton, you can basically call it a six-pointer leads as well. The one against Wolves, I think Wolves has better quality than them. But to think that Leicester is actually going down with the kind of squad they have, not not like the squad is expected to finish top six or anything. They, I, I don't know how they manage their squad after the departures of the likes of Schmeichel and Fofana. They didn't really get good replacements. You're getting the likes of Wildfires and Harry Suta, like these are not guys that are built for the Premier League and they've shown like now nah, we're just not it for you guys if, if Leicester do go down that is going to be a team that will make a lot of profit from signings as we've said before the likes of Tillemans Drewsbury Hall Harvey, Harvey Barnes Madison even Pereira I guess James Justin a lot of guys are going to find their way out of that club they are not going to sit sinking in EFL championship and all so yeah Madison. Haaland equaling yeah. yeah Madison obviously Leave for big, big price. Uh, what was I about to say? Yeah, Haaland equaling uh, Salah's goal record for most goals in 38 game season. Well, who kind of expected it? I already said, I, I at the, at there was a point I said he should reach 45. I don't know if that's going to happen, but 40 seems pretty sure for him. And 40, that's absolutely to be fair. If we yeah. get so insistent on subbing him. Stopping him, yeah. <laughs> we could I, we I, could I, be talking ridiculous numbers right now. I, yeah. I despise Guardiola for being so good. Um, <laughs> the whole putting Stones into this sort of augmented DM role, and Stones mm. is so comfortable in possession that he can just receive the ball and dictate play almost. And he's taking up right CM half spaces and able to pick out the right passes he's never faced people know not to bother Preston City because Preston City is a death wish but then leaving him gives him time to pick out passes. like it's it's pick your poison you're losing to Man City either way it's it's so I don't know how Liverpool fans did this for so long because it's so demoralized like <laughs> playing, playing on City's downfall is tiring like it I, is. Didn't, I didn't it bother is. watching that Leicester game after the first after the when it was 2-0 in 12 minutes you, you like, just oh. yeah you just know you just know like why why would i why would I, watch I watched it for the yeah. sake of football not for the sake of hoping anything yeah uh, anything comes out of it yeah it's, yeah harland 40 goals in a debut season is unheard of and it's historic numbers obviously there's a lot of players you'd arguably take before him and colotori summed up quite nicely is harland going to pick up the ball from 30 yards out do a one two dribble and score no does he need mm -hmm. to? 
no. For now, it's fine because the team that he's playing in is supplying him so much. Even at Dortmund, when it was more counter baseball, he proved that he has the link up. He doesn't need to do it now. So people think, oh, just tap in, tap in. But he's just yeah. playing to his strengths and the team plays to his strengths. Yeah, why but, 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 when you think, but when you think about it, if it were easy, then everybody would be doing it. Yeah, Not but to be fair, you do need um, that. Obviously, playing for a team like City that when KDB can just whip in a ball that's perfect and Harlan will just go up there. And no, yeah, one, talking, no yeah. one has the vertical leap. There's, It's sort of pick your poison. And I saw someone writing about it today, and this is what I fear for us going to the Etihad. We can keep Harlan quite... Rob Holding is the type of defender that will be so insistent on Harland that he'll forget the mm. other threats in that team. Harland does not have to score or play well for City to win. This whole... They don't play better without him. That's just simply untrue. But, yeah, yeah City... <laughs> the fact that City are just killers and City, the same way we talk about Real Madrid Premier League heritage, Man City have mm-hmm. Premier League heritage. In 2012, they were in a title battle. They were three points behind their rivals. They win 1-0, tie on goal difference. And from there, they win every single game, including a 93rd, 93-20, 94th yeah. win to win the, their first ever title. And that was their first rodeo. So from the jump, mm-hmm. City have never lost a title fight. It's that simple. 2014, even though it fell into their laps because Gerard slipped, then Baba, then they drew at Crystal Palace. Palace um, game, yeah. They have never lost a title. 2014, they won it. Then again, when did Pep come? Um, 2018, 2016. Yeah. Cake, cakewalk. Absolute cake, 100 points. Like, they're untouchable. And 19 even, points clear. It's, it's, it's a joke. 2019 <laughs> as well. They were behind Liverpool in the title race. And then I think... I, I I don't want to over exaggerate, but I am pretty sure. No, from won. from the Liverpool game, the two one win they where Sonny scored the winning stones. They won every game until the, the end. What like what had to go to Brighton on the final day, one nil down, and still turned it around to win four one. So yeah, they just have that it's, metal yeah, to it's, get to it's, get things done. And last yeah. year as well, they had two nil down to Aston Villa. I don't know why they were two nil down to Aston. They just faked drama as far as I'm concerned. Because yeah, yeah, like, it's <laughs> Aston Villa. Um, Honestly, Aston Villa shock horrors. Inchenko comes on Gundogan. They cook, and it wasn't even a 90th minute winner this time. They they did it. Early. They just they, they did it early enough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Arsenal. Arsenal are just yet to reach that killer status, unfortunately, mm. because being two 0 up in ten minutes and drawing two two against West Ham, inexcusable. There's, there's no excuse for it. Um, yeah. On the yeah, day, forget forget. Uh, uh, Several of those players have not been in a title fight situation before, aside the likes of Jesus and Zinchenko, but even like the players on the pitch, aside excusing that away, you should not drop points in that game. Yeah, not to West Ham, not to West the magnitude, Ham. like no. and it's it's just frustrating because Partey would try to flicker over Declan Rice, an England international West Ham captain, who is arguably his replacement. Like you there, he there's there needs to be some form of awareness of who you're playing mm-hmm. against. Like yeah. Declan Rice is not the one to be trying that against. And okay, that's gone wrong. Partey's done that flick many times. It happens. Foul him. Just wipe him out. You take your, your yellow. Because look at the position we're in and how we're set up from there. There's no one to mm-hmm. recover that situation. It, mm-hmm. it was almost, as long as Rice played the right pass, it was a goal. And Gabriel foolishly slid. And he pulled his legs back. He like did a slide cancel. But I don't know what he was mm-hmm. expecting. I think it was Ben Rama or Paqueta. Just touched around penalty yeah. it did hit rice's hand 
but it shouldn't have happened in the first you, place. You go, you go into, you go into halftime two 0 up, and the team in, talk and the is, game is done. Much as as yeah, it's done because those were Arsenal's first goals conceded away from home against other London teams. They had dealt with everybody else. Wins against Tottenham, Brentford, Chelsea, Fulham. They had they had gone to other London venues, Palace as well, and done the job. And then they got to West Ham and basically handed them. We yeah. have three points, but let's share it now. Take one, I have one. It's, the it's, problem is we are better than bad. all of these. We're better than all of these teams. And in the other games, our quality has shown. Even on Sunday or yesterday, our quality did show. It was evident. Mm -hmm. But it's, yeah. I think part of it is the mental side because it's difficult. Saka, that penalty, Saka has dropped two below par games in a row now. Obviously, there's mm -hmm. reason to it. It's not like... He was just misplacing his passes or missing easy chances against Liverpool. Yeah, we, we yeah. were just playing through the left side because Trent was a defensive liability. That's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, yeah. it was just very underwhelming. Um, and the penalty, Saka scored a pressure penalty to give us the win against Liverpool, 3-2. Did one against Chelsea. He's had big moments. Um, the sporting game scored his penalty. But mm. this was... The thing is, it was 2-1. So it's not even like it was a 90th minute... Um, all the pressure yeah, situation. Uh, you think it's enough for him to be able to slot it? But you, you you score that and you basically it takes see your way back to West Ham. We need to. That's yeah. we need to be ruthless. And when we're better, City are never. City will never lose a game when they're the better team. It just doesn't happen. Truly, truly. Like yeah. there are days if, where if City is up to if City is up to nil like that, and even if like a Stones or Diaz makes that error penalty, you would see. The charge up in second half and they the probably go four one quick. The only time I've seen City lose from two and up is against United when Pogba and Smalling that day. Yeah, but they already that game was just to confirm the title, like it was done. So you can understand why two and up at halftime against your rivals, you ease off. That I saw. Yeah, United, United didn't want obviously they didn't want the title to be confirmed on their head, so they played yeah, with some so pride. That was that was a pride half. thing more than anything. But yeah, if we don't win this yeah. title, this is drawing two to Anfield. I'm not complaining mm. too much about that result. Yeah. Obviously, you yeah. are much better than Liverpool, but I'm not At complaining too much about Drawing 2-2 mm. with West Ham, inexcusable. And if we don't win the title, we, now we have to go to Etihad and win, essentially, because it's that, I don't trust, I don't trust it's us that not crazy points elsewhere. We have Brighton, we have Newcastle, we have Chelsea. Like, there's difficult games. There's banana peels in there. If we go to Etihad and win, it's done. We win the title. I don't want to hear anything after that. But if yeah, we, that, that's that's like the best confidence boost you can get. Yeah, if you go there and win, who can't you beat? Yeah. But now yeah. it's yeah, and that city game is it's, a midweek fixture as well. It's gonna be wow. The pressure of that game. It's shaky. It's, yeah. it's shaky. We have like, the what's their excuse? You have no FA Cup, no Carabao, no European games. Yeah. You are absolutely focusing on Prem. This is your goal, win the title. I understand you are the youngest team and could be the youngest team to win the title, which would be absolutely remarkable. I'm pretty sure Ateta, if I'm not mistaken, is the youngest manager among all the 20 in the league this season. But yeah, it's in your hands right now. It's in your hands. And then you lose this. It won't be the most epic choke, choke job we've seen before, but it will be right up there. It'll be very it will be. It will be terrible. Um, because basically, this is the season God has given to you. Liverpool had it off. Chelsea had it worse. Tottenham very inconsistent. Man, you are trying to figure things out with Ten Hag. You are, you, and then City borrowed you a few games, like a draw against yeah. Newcastle, losing to um, Brentford. Liverpool also stifled them at Anfield. 
weekends that Arsenal also picked up three points. So like, yeah, it's it's your season. You it's may not get this chance. You may not get this chance again this decade. To be honest, you may not. So you have to many reasons, you have to grab it now. Yeah. We may not get this opportunity again. One and so, or things I don't think will drop. So next year we're finishing in the top four. I can say that fairly comfortably. Sure, um, we're, sure. we're, we're, we're getting back to Champions League, you improve your signings on all. Yeah, we've proven that what we're doing is sustainable and we're growing gradually, but it's we're still at a point where our, our best team of Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Partey, Shaka, Odegaard, Saka, Jesus, Martinelli, yeah. is yet to draw a game, let alone lose. We have won, mm. I think we have won every single time that entire 11 has started. But that's mm-hmm. the real, reality of a title after people missing. And it's frustrating because it feels self-inflicted. That Europa League game where we did not win, need to progress in the Europa League. It does not... Uh, the I was Europa wondering... League, I heard I heard some Arsenal fans talking, feeling so gutted after the... Leave Europa League. You don't need that. You absolutely yeah. don't need it. Not this but season. The aim of Europa Do it, wait, wait, is... You're actually... Think about it. I would rather ha- win Premier League and get back to Champions League than win Europa and then lose that Premier League title race. What? Yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not pleased. I'm not pleased with that at all. Yeah. And the fact that in that game we lost Saliba and Tomiyasu now is painful because exactly you could have absolutely played your second team, the likes of Kiwon. Uh, wow, just. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. sad because I, th- that... I think for us now this season because the expectations were top four. It, it was all vibes at, at the pre-World Cup stage that November, right before Qatar. It was all vibes like, oh, Arsenal is first, five points clear. Wow, look at that. Even they were surprising themselves. It's basically like you are starting off school. You're thinking in a class of 30, I'm targeting fifth. And then you write all the tests and exams. You come out first. Like, it wasn't your expectation. That was Arsenal. Even the, the fans, the media, the players themselves were probably thinking, let's go for fourth this season. And then... You are just there, sitting at the top. And you're now wondering, what do we do now that we're at the top? But at this critical stage, as we said, April is virtually the defining month in every Premier League season. It ships everything up for the final run of games in May. At this stage, you have to you have to get your wins right. Like it's not vibes anymore. Now you are you are there, you are there, and it's in your hands. So part of it yeah, is also because the- and because City have that game in hand, which happens to be West Ham. It, it just makes things dicey. If that game we hand is out of the window, you can see it's just managed to get to Etihad and draw, but the rest we can win. But with that game in hand where you know City would absolutely destroy that team, yeah, you, there's a lot on the line now. And this, this is where character will have to show. Like, if you're ready to do this, you have to be ready to do this because you're going up against a team that has been there, done that. It's not, in my view, in this situation that I'm not challenge much for title in years or Tottenham or Chelsea Chelsea kind of don't does it one off. It's City, like City have been there. So it's it's going to be pretty tough for them. Yeah, that Etihad game is could probably be a lot of all those players' biggest games of their careers at this yeah. point. So yeah. It's, and it'll be interesting to see who rises to the occasion and who shies away. Because Yeah, whether like, whether it's a Ramsdale turning to Prime Noya or Saliba and oh no, not Saliba or Gabriel and whoever his partner is on the day playing like Prime Inter defenders or Milan defenders, Maldini and the likes. So yeah, you, you just don't know what's gonna happen. You just don't know. They just have to go there and not lose because the headlines will be a lot more Arsenal losing the title than City 
winning another one and doing three peats only the second team to do so after united so yeah it's, it's something that will be so demoralizing to think about over the next two and a half months and then you're heading into august to start next season and you're like wow we didn't get that over the line and we had the lead so yeah for their own sake for their own confidence boost in the future they they just have to they just have to yeah, I was going to say, I think the Newcastle game last year and losing to Tottenham as well at the end should have been more than enough character building because we lost top four yeah. um, right yeah. at the end. So I'm hoping we yeah. don't go through you, lo- you lost top four in what? Four Ds or something? <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, it happened was... very quickly. Yeah. And I was going to say that our play, our play is all based on calm and composure. And that composure starts mm-hmm. at the back with Ramsdale and then Gabriel and Saliba, his direct outlets. And the, mm-hmm. the technical levels drop so much with just, just the one change of holding over Saliba. The technical mm-hmm. levels drop so much. Truly, truly yeah. Holding, holding, even the, even the, the athletic ability between the two. Yeah. It's holding very much knows his capabilities. He knows what he can't do and keeps it very mm-hmm. simple and hoofs it sometimes. Whereas Saliba would be looking for a tiny little pass. He'll try and head it to someone rather than just clearing it. And clearing those things make yeah. such a difference in terms of keeping the opposition off the ball because the best form of defense is attack if you have the ball the other team can't score can't do anything yeah even Mm -hmm. Tierney starting yesterday because Zinchenko is out the the technical levels in defense drop so much um Tierney is the the best one-on-one defender so if Saliba is there you can afford to have what Tierney there but you can't afford to have Tierney holding at the same time it just yeah the technical levels technical security just isn't there unfortunately um, and Arteta Bowen, is... Bowen scored. Bowen scored the equalizer. Yeah. 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 Caught Ramsey of guard near post. Oh yeah, uh, he did. So that was off of TNS side. But yeah, I get. I get what you're. I get what you're saying. Just how many games to go for them? Seven, right? City um, have eight yeah. at the moment. It's thirty-one thirty. So. We'll just have to see. There's a lot. There's a lot still to play. This today is what April seventeenth, and they still have a lot of games to play between now and the thirtieth, and then you head into May. They've got Chelsea. I think they shifted the game to May second. It's in Arsenal's hands right now at this point. Sure, the West Ham game should definitely be gotten, but you look at you have seven other games, seven other finals. Get it done. Fine, few setbacks, but time to be serious. So. It's in their hands, and I wish them all the best. I just came off Liverpool six-one win at Leeds. I think Leeds are the type of team since they got to the Premier League, they always collect this kind of beating at some point. Six-nil, five-nil. What? I watched the game and Sinistera two, and I was like, okay, some character here and there, and three-one, four-one, and then bam, Gakpo assists, Trent marking fifty assists, Nunes coming off bench to score. I'm like Leeds. Uh, if you guys go down well, I won't be surprised. With all this manager switch, your your first team lineup was never truly sure. Adams out for the rest of the season, key component. So yeah, that that, that, that was absolutely disturbing for them losing six one like that on your home ground to Liverpool. That isn't particularly consistent as well. So yeah, yeah, they, they also have it tough for them in terms of a relegation fight. But yeah, that's too pretty much open. As we've said, Southampton looks like a sure bet to go down. I don't think Everton can save, the, save themselves, but hey, it's Sean Dyche. You never really know. I don't, I think I'm not Everton, sure who's going 
I, I think Everton will survive the draw. Yeah, well, let's see. They actually they threw that game away against Fulham. To be honest, they threw it away after having one new lead at Goodison, and you just make a few mistakes here and defensive mistakes here and there, and lose three one. So, yeah, that that's not that's that shouldn't happen if you're really serious about staying up. But anyway, we'll keep watching on and see what unfolds. It's quite a season we're having, and I can't wait to see how it ends eventually. But talking about seasons, we're now in the post-season for NBA and Game 1 of... Yeah, Game 1, we had Warriors-Kings, we had Nets-Sixers, we had Lakers-Grizzlies. I can't even mention them all. They were just pretty exciting games. What what have you seen? In, obviously, it's a seven-game series. It's first to four, not first to one. Marathon, not a sprint. But what have you seen so far in the games that you've watched and... What what are your let me just see early early insights in this playoff so far? My first insight is that everyone that thought the Timberwolves were going to be the Nuggets is borderline foolish. <laughs> um, just borderline because obviously anything can happen. But the yeah. Denver Nuggets were the number one seed for a reason. The Timberwolves are the eight seed for a reason. I know Cat was injured. I know there was all these issues. But can we be serious, please? Like. This was very much <laughs> the case. I'm I'm kind of disappointed in Anthony Edwards. Um, I don't think he has any injury that's been that's been told, and his performances so far, even in the play, have been slightly underwhelming. Um, yesterday, they lost by 29, and he had 18, five, and two, which is just not superstar numbers. And he's not a superstar yet, but that's sort of the conversations he wants to be. You, you expect you expect more from him. Yeah, for someone who averaged. 25, 5, and 6. 25, yeah. 6. Um, in your third year. You'd expect this playoffs where there's no pressure against a one seed who notoriously has poor interior defense. You'd think he'd be more assertive. And he just mm. hasn't been. Carl Anthony Towns as well, 11 points. Um, 5 of 15. It's, yeah, it's, it's very underwhelming. So I think that series is over. There's not too much needs to be said about it. Jamal Murray stayed in the game for a very long time yesterday when they were up like 25. That was very unnecessary, but <laughs> yeah, flow. I guess I think he ended with twenty six, but like I was kind of like oh, twenty four, eight, and eight. Twenty four, eight, and eight. Yeah, paper looks great. But when I was watching, I was like, we didn't know. So much anyway. Jokic was on the bench. Mm. MPJ was on the bench for parts of it. Murray's just out mm. there with the scrubs, not scrubs, the NBA players. Sorry, with, with <laughs> guys. Um, so yeah, mm. that game. Before that, I'm just going in reverse chronological order, basically. Before that game, yeah, Suns yeah. Clippers. I said Suns in six, and I still stand by Suns in six. But what was mm. very apparent is that the Suns bench is going to be a big issue throughout the postseason. The fact that Paul George... I, I, think, we, I think we mentioned this when we're talking about the ceiling for the Suns this season after yeah. the Durant acquisition. Like, they have sort of a who are the other guys that are going to, yeah, Who are the other guys that are going to come along exactly. for the ride? So, um, yeah. Okogi only played seven minutes. Wayne Wright seven minutes. They have Biombo and Landale as Aiton replacements. DeAndre Aiton as well. No dog. No dog. In there. <laughs> oh, like, he's such a frustrating oh, player sometimes. Um, I have to give Kawhi Leonard his flowers again. When it comes to playoff time, when the lights are bright, bright. KD, Jimmy, Kawhi. Those are the names you're looking for. Like Jimmy you will really never let it down when it matters. Yeah. 
and he just keeps delivering. Westbrook had the best three of nineteen. I'm sure you've seen Westbrook had the best three of nineteen to, game. Of to all. be honest, like you look at the three of nineteen and they still won. He actually proved he, himself his in late defense, game moments. His defense locking was AD. Up Booker, yeah. AD did not score for the first ten minutes of the game, and he was zero for five. Westbrook was hounding him. He helped defense, on ball defense. He was his mm-hmm. energy was infectious. His offensive rebounding in the clutch quite literally won him the won the game. Then the block on yeah. Booker. Whilst Booker is whining to the official, Russ slaps the ball off him. He doesn't see it, so he's not able to dodge. It was wow. The the, the Suns got sort of a valuable lesson. I very much think the Suns will rebound and win game two but the, the clippers a team led by Kawhi yeah, with solid the clippers just had they just had a weird game 44 yeah. percent from the field 32 from three and you still win oh wow it was yeah it was yeah. not the most efficient but it felt like in later in the game like it was the first time in a while i've seen two stars really go at each other directly and Ka- mm. kd was on Kawhi, and Kawhi was on kd at points and it was lovely to mm. see absolutely yeah. lovely and um, zubac had a very good game as well he had 15 boards um, Plumlee had Gordon, a, Gordon chipped in with 19. So yeah, Plumlee had well. 11 boards as well. But this again goes back to Aiton. I need more from you. Why? Why does Aiton only have eight boards? Why does Chris Paul have 11? And obviously, a lot of Chris Pauls are uncontested when they're just running ahead mm-hmm. and they yeah. just grab it. But I just need Aiton to be more ferocious. KD had a damn near triple double in the end, 27, 11, and nine. Um, so he 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 bounced back very nicely from a very poor start. But yeah. The takeaway, essentially, to summarise is the Suns will still win this series, but it's not going to be easy. If mm. if they, they're not on it each night, the Clippers can easily win, and it's not going to be a surprise. It'll be an upset, but not a surprise, if that makes sense. Um, what is a surprise now is the fact that Giannis could be... Giannis out changes everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sad to see... I, 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 had, I had the storm of optimism he could play game two, but that aside, even with his exit in that game one... I will have to really applaud Miami because that's still a box team that is pretty dangerous. To go there yeah. and put up 130 and do what you needed to do, Jimmy. Obviously, we know we know play of Jimmy. So yeah, this was this was very impressive for Miami just to kick off the series. Maybe you do lose game two, maybe, but yeah, this was pretty impressive from them because. Yes, Yanis is out, but you still have a job to do. It's still a basketball game. And they to were play. winning. They were winning before Yanis went out. That's worth noting. Yeah, they were. They were they, exactly. They so people should people out. should not act like Bucks were up twenty and all of a sudden it crashed. Yeah. Miami came. They actually came with intent in that game. Scored sixty eight the first half. I don't know a lot of teams actually. Aside, I think when Celtics blew them out, they actually go and pop chipping more than 55, 60 against Bucks team at their home. So. Yeah, it was nice to see Bama Debayo, which one of my favorite players in the league as a whole, although very underrated, 22-9 and 7. Hero had picked up an injury, only played 19 minutes, but he Hero, already had 12 at the point. I thought Hero switched a three with a broken hand. I literally screamed because I was like, his <laughs> had an issue. And then Gabe mm-hmm. Vincent has an open shot and swings it to somebody who's holding their hand like this. I'm like, bro, are you crazy? And Hero caught <laughs> can't imagine the pain of catching the ball with a broken hand. And he shot yeah. it and hit the net in a way that from a corner three looked like it switched. But it was actually an air ball. Because the camera then cut thinking it had gone in. But then Bam, they showed later that Bam put up the rebound and scored. And then Hero, thankfully, was able to get out of the game. It's very the way he broke his hand is it's very unfortunate because he was diving for a very, loose, doing the effort you want yeah. to see, but he just caught it on Grace. It, it was part. it was a game of nice team management from Miami. Struess had eight, three or five. Lowry played eighteen minutes, 
only took one shot, made it. Kill um, what is that? Killer Martin, yes, 15 points, five of seven. Kevin Love, you know what he can do, shooting from the three, four of seven. So, and yeah, Miami really, yeah, Spostra like really managed, he managed that game well. He just managed what nine guys. Duncan Robinson played only six minutes, but just had one three point at oh, two three points at made made one. Yeah, so Miami it was it was a team effort to get it done. Outside of Jimmy 35, 5, 11, even three steals for good measure. But yeah, that, that was pretty impressive by Miami. But it's still it's still still, if you ask me, box series, but I would like to see Miami push them, make them work for it. Don't just let box roll over you make them show them that you are there if they want to beat you let them beat you while you are like in their face and all so talking about in your face wow lakers well the thing i will say from <laughs> from what i will say from this game one yeah it was all well and good 16 points when Chao unfortunately broke his wrist said it's not looking good at the moment definitely is he going to play game two I would, I would applaud Austin Reeves. He has been improving Hachimura as well. But I don't expect two of them to play that well later on in this series. They both come back. They, they outscored LeBron and AD. Like, think about that. Those two as a pairing outscored LeBron and AD. So, I don't think that's going to happen again this series. So, in, in Grizzlies' case, I'm not sure you're going to keep an AD and LeBron quiet. You can slow them down to an extent make them less efficient it's now more about the lakers supporting cast you can even debate how well they slowed ad was quiet by his standards but he yeah he had, was he had 22 and 12. seven blocks he made himself more more um more noticeable on the defensive end so we, we know i, I mean it's ad it's ad he has been a defensive player of the year candidates a few times so and yeah, yeah but i think for late yeah, go on, go on. Finish what you're saying. He's got 59% from the field. So it's like, <laughs> did you really keep him quiet? Did you really um, keep him quiet? Yeah. It's just like Adrian, it's the first time in LeBron's career I've seen him be able to stand there and his team is okay. Because I was, Actually, it was kind of like, LeBron's just there. Like, even D'Angelo Russell, I think he took the first three shots Russell for them. Struggled early missed, in the game. Struggled yeah. early and still chipped in with 19. So. Yeah. to him. Hachimura was 11 or 14 from every, the field. Every starter except Vanderbilt, of course. Um, was yeah, of course, yeah. Russell was one Double point figures. off. And Hachimura off the bench. What I like is he doesn't settle. Um, he can have a three. Sometimes he'll work in, get the mid-range. And his mid-range mm. game is very comfortable. Um, yeah. Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves was having a quiet-ish game. And then down the stretch, he just woke up. They were running. They were letting him run the pick and roll. And his IQ is very underrated. His decision-making in the pick-and-roll is very underrated. That was my biggest takeaway. Yeah. Truda yeah. almost sold that game, as far as I'm concerned, because three minutes into the quarter, or technically two minutes and 32 seconds into the quarter, the Grizzlies are in the mm. bonus. Five fouls in two and a half minutes, and Truda had three of them. It's That's brain-dead basketball, as far as I'm concerned, because he mm-hmm. full-court pressed Gabe on a halfway, are reaching here like... it. A bonus for nine minutes is criminal because every foul now <laughs> is two three points. Yeah, more. yeah, good. Awesome. Um, thankfully the Lakers were able to sort of stay afloat through that period. I like that they were winning before Jao went down because I didn't want to hear oh just because Jao went down because the Lakers. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did very well in that game and it's promising. I think I predicted the Lakers to win the series in six anyway to wrap it up in LA. I will still hold on to that maybe five. I want to see Jao back because. 
Jar is an incredible player. Jar was very impressive. Yeah, you you would want to see both teams go at it fully healthy. Not yeah. one thing he needs to learn though is that he's not God. If you see a six eleven AD who has five blocks at the time already, standing, you are like, trying to dunk on him from that mm. far out. It's, it was almost mm. why would you bother? Yeah. What's, what's, yeah, it's not worth the risk reward. You need it's not Kevin forget Love forget the highlight reels. Forget yeah. you're actually playing a playoff game right now. You're fighting for something. There, Protect I yourself and take either, a smarter shot. Take, take a midi or yours. Like yeah. you shouldn't be Floats, like his float game is one of the best out there. Like, why are you exactly. why are you doing all this to yourself? Uh, you still want yeah. to dunk on somebody and flex on him and say I'm him. I know no, it's not necessary. And was, you can see the outcome. Because now this yeah, is the second but, but, in the room where the Grizzlies have been in a tight series and their best player is not mm. there. Because this happened yeah. against the Warriors last year as well. It's and it's, when he it's unfortunate. Or, no, in game three. Leg or, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's unfortunate, but I, I I want that Lakers Warriors series second round, and that's <laughs> a good the next game yeah. is, is Warriors Kings. Who would, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought we could get LeBron and Curry in second round? Yeah, but for Lakers heading into this, or oh, for um, for their games in this series, it's all about the supporting cast. How much? How much productivity can they bring in this series outside of Le, um, LeBron and AD? So we'll see how that goes for them. If 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 this is the new Lakers style, like a balanced team, then exciting times to be honest. Yeah, for the Warriors, it was in my team. I saw that game and we're up ten at some point late in third quarter, and somehow Kings got up one. I've already said it this season. I'm sure even you can agree. NBA is a lot softer than ever. Like the ref, the refs just they just throw whistles away for anything. So yeah, whoever that's going to win this title will have to beat the refs in the process. Like aside of beating your opponent, sometimes it may even be harder. You may have to beat the refs. Be, beating the refs will be harder than beating your actual opponents because when they want to switch that game on your head, there's nothing you're going to do. So I wasn't looking at the game like, oh wow, you guys lost. I'm so disappointed. Like why are you losing game one? I don't expect the likes of Trey Lyles and Monk to combine for 48. No, it's not. It's probably something that's not going to happen again. Props to them. They came out with some energy. Obviously, Kings, first playoff game. It was almost like written in the stars. Your first playoff game in 17 years, God will give you that win. But for the Warriors, Clay confidently said, obviously, it's Clay. If he says he's going to turn up, he'll turn up. He confidently said that his shots were going to fall at a much higher rate going on yeah. later in the series Draymond headed into his volume podcast and said this is what we're going to do to dominate them in game two obviously game two is tonight we'll see how that goes but yeah I didn't look at the game and I was like disappointed like oh wow where, how did you it's it's just that game Fox went off pretty nice for a playoff debut but yeah now now the real work starts like they say a series hasn't started until the road team wins so yes yeah, it's, it's Warriors night people a lot of people are expecting I that think, i think the warriors win games today. Are yeah win today and they had to chase which they seem pretty much near immortal especially even on the defensive end we'll see how that goes if they get the win tonight head to chase they're up 3-1 you already look at the kings and you're like shit. <laughs> it's it's looking one and done already maybe kings come out in game five try and steal it but you get back to game six and chase again and no it's wraps but yeah, if Warriors get the win tonight, they can possibly they can basically hold this series down, especially after integrating Wiggins more minutes and back into the starting lineup. Clay 
Clay plays more efficiently. Curry had a good game as well, but we obviously know we can even expect better from him. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you just I, I still said Warriors and Sticks. It's still it's still on track, basically. But after the games after Chase will determine whether it actually ends in five. But we'll see. Knicks and your calves, bro. I, I, I think there's the one series where I can say I, I, I wanted I said calves in seven. Like I don't think I don't think this game, this series can end without a seventh game. But yeah, Knicks held your calves to 97 points. I was, when yeah, last this did, when last did this guy, you guys score less than 100 at home? I was I was very disappointed in three people. I said, I tweeted it, the ceiling of this team depends on Karis Levert because that is mm. the extra scoring punch. That is the enigma off the bench that makes the mm. difference. Okoro cannot score. It's so frustrating. His defense, his perimeter defense is elite, but his scoring is just subpar. Chedi Osman mm. is a good 3D wing. Mobley, I was very disappointed. I know it's his playoff debut, but he wasn't assertive. He only scored eight points when he averaged 17. Um, it was it was a very underwhelming game for him. Garland as well. Darius Garland had one assist. It kind of felt like they were just giving the ball to Spider, who is a proven playoff elevator. Every time Deb Donovich has been in the playoffs, he has elevated his level. He's not always efficient. He's a volume scorer. But you know you can give the ball to him and trust him. He had 38, 8, and 5, which is an elite performance. But I wanted Darius Garland to step up. Darius Garland averages 22 21 22 and sort of seven eight assists i wanted him to show what he's been showing for the past two years last year we lost in the play and he didn't do the one assist is is kind of inexcusable um he just yeah he scored 17 but it wasn't a reassuring performance i didn't see it was it was a bit safe for me he was efficient seven of 13 but usually Darius garland is taking more shots than that um mm. so yeah i hope he does bounce back in game two and we need to win if we lose game two it's over um, oh yeah a lot of people predicted that to win. That'll be, that'll be bad. That'll be bad. I actually want Cavs. I actually want Cavs out of this series. So, yeah. Um, I have to give the the Knicks their flowers. They're more proven. Brunson is a proven playoff elevator as well. When Luca was out, he held it down. Julius Randle has mm -hmm. had difficult series, but he's only had one bad series really against the Knicks, the Hawks. I think it was. Hawks. Yeah. Uh, he chipped in with nineteen and didn't, ten. Didn't pre didn't. Yeah, but seven of twenty though, three of ten from three. I don't think he should he was, be attempting yeah, that very, many threes. Josh Hart. Yeah, Josh Hart was a difference maker. Seventeen and ten for a seventeen guard. and ten. Yeah, I, I tweeted again yesterday with Crazy. Westbrook. I don't usually care about a guard's rebounds, but because it's not, I'm not going to take player A over player B because oh five of God. them, five of them were offensive boys. Exactly, so. offensive rebounds are huge. I don't care about defensive very... rebounds for a guard usually because they're usually uncontested, but offensive yeah. rebounds. It makes you those extra giving your team extra possessions. They do and a lot. It was, yeah, it was so weird to watch because it felt like every time the Knicks were getting these extra opportunities. But then I checked the stat mm -hmm. sheets and Mobley and Allen have combined for twenty-five rebounds. So I guess then the problem is nobody else is chipping in with the rebounds. Whereas the Knicks, when you look at them, um, Hart had ten, Mitchell Robinson had eight. Out rebounded Cleveland by thirteen. So exactly, everyone one. else was Hartenstein had five, Obi Toppin had four. So other people are chipping in. Whereas for the Cavs. Um, Okoro only has three. Levert has one as a wing. Um, Osman has one as a wing. Dean Wade has one as a wing. You need the wings to chip in a bit more. And the guards, to an extent, obviously, I'm not, I'm not expecting. Donovan Mitchell has five rebounds. Cool. Garland has zero. I don't, that, that's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the reason not needed. Because the guards didn't get rebounds. But other people do have to chip in uh, to some extent. The series is not over by any means. It's one game. I am 
My opinion hasn't changed because I was scared of the Knicks already. I said it was going six or seven games either way, and I still can't tell you which way it's going. If you press me for an answer, put a bullet to my foot, I'm picking the Knicks, unfortunately, but I still very <laughs> much believe in the Cavs' ability to bounce back. A team I don't yeah. believe in the ability to bounce back. The Atlanta Hawks are just here for sure. No. And I if I was an Atlanta fan, I'd be very frustrated because you've traded for DeJounte Murray. You've tried to give Trey Young someone alongside him to go and win, and it's like, you're just not good enough, to put it simply. That was, that was... They ran... Celtics ran them into the ground, man. They Trey Young, 16 points again, not good enough. Clint Capella... The Celtics actually eight. relaxed in the second half, only scored 13 Yeah, minutes. like, the, the, the they, they knew the game was done. They knew, they knew the game was watching. done. It was a 13-point game, but if you watch that game, they got dominated. The first half was like a 30-point gap. Trey they was 5 of 18. Yeah. Very inefficient. Um, it's not the first time he's done that. It won't be the last time he's done that. He's going to do yeah, that. Yeah, when he and DeJounte are combining 15 or 43, yeah, no, you I know. I already know it's an ugly series, If any series is going to end in a sweep, it's this one. Um, it's mm -hmm. going four games max because don't forget, Jason Tatum is also very capable of laying an egg and scoring like 12 points. So, <laughs> yeah, series. true. Um, but obviously, this now he has Brogdon, Brown, um, Derek White. There's people to pick him up if that happens. Brogdon didn't even have a good game, and who cares? The playoff mm. rotation for Celtics was also very short. Only eight players played. Um, other teams sort of have been using nine, and I thought they'd use a bigger rotation at least early. Because if you use a bigger rotation now, when you get to the later rounds, you know who. Yeah, you'd expect the likes of Grant Williams and Pritchard to still be in there. Maybe a little bit of Blake Griffin as well. So. Yeah, so that was that was interesting to note. And then the final game was um, the um, Knicks and the Nets Sixers. And Sixers. Nets and Sixers, yeah. And yeah, that was comfortable. Embiid was Embiid's kind of had a pedestrian game. We could honest. be looking at a lot of sweep there as well, but it depends on what Nets Nets can do. I feel like they're they rebounding and defense. They, yeah, it, they it they could like still won. Probably probably like a game three, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cam yeah, Johnson had a nice game. Claxton, I don't think they used um, Claxton enough, but I, I saw, because he was only two for four. Four, four short attempts for a center is, is you, you need to be working Joel Embiid on both ends so that he's sure. more tired offensively. And well, Bridges, though, first playoff Bridges game with the Nets. Points in the playoff 12 debut. of 18, yeah, he, he did what he could. He did what 12 he could. 18, 12 of 18 is 66. That's incredibly efficient. Like, exactly. I can't complain. I think a lot of he people have, can hold their heads high, even PJ Tucker. Six points for PJ Tucker is quite a lot. <laughs> Again, he chipped in. PJ Tucker had the most rebounds. Embiid only had like four, five. Um, yeah, but where Tucker made his presence for five steals. So, yeah, yeah that was that's, I mean, that's steals, what yeah. that's his job description, quite literally. Three and D. Harden, 23 and 13. Maxi had a quiet game for his standards, only 13 points, but um, yeah, I, I think Bro Brooklyn rebounds. heading forward, they need to clean up their turnovers. 19 will not cut it. That's yeah, not the way is, to go. Especially because um Dimity has been talking so much. Because no, no, you look at you look at the stats, points of turnovers, Brooklyn eleven, Philly thirty-one. So yeah, you, that's that's you that's should basically, basically it was a twenty point game, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's basically game. the game right there. So yeah, you need Transition to bucket, clean up your yeah. ball handling and all that for this game too. They they can't steal a game in this series. I don't know about two, but yeah, they should just show a, a little bit of pride. Don't just get swept like that against philly right. philly is right. is not a full powerhouse by any means they are better than you but not they're not a celtics or box but yeah nick should still have some pride here just a little bit of pride 
we have two games tonight warriors kings game two i think we should expect a warriors win they shouldn't be complacent though but because i mean the group aside their core they've been there done that going down going going up one year against these warriors especially when all these guys are fit guarantees nothing so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll see what turns out whether clay comes up with 40 or wiggins gets into the starting lineup it feels, and it feels like the type of it feels like the type of night where clay's gonna go yeah he, no he already he has already willed it as soon as the game ended that was his presser he said his shots are going to fall at a higher rate in game two like usually when clay speaks that highly about himself you you know he's coming with that the thing intent. is even if he's not efficient he'll just take that many shots to the point he'll just take that many shots yeah and and yeah. you know him if, if clay is coming out aggressively shooting wise then you know it's it, it could be a pretty big night for him nets as well sixers i, I would like to see them do a bit more yeah just losing by 20 like that and Philly is already screaming midway through third quarter yeah it shouldn't happen yeah we'll we'll we may not touch too much on tomorrow's games but yeah let's we'll basically mapped out how each series will pan out yeah but heading into f1 you mentioned two guys that are off the grid right now well ricardo is off the grid completely schumacher is a reserve driver you'll get oh ricardo is the same reserve no ricardo is the same but like he's not pretty much good to drive it's more like for the media stuff and all schumacher is probably going to get like two practice sessions in so yeah we you you mentioned whether either of them could make it back me obviously my my money is on ricardo eight wins 32 podiums you don't someone like that you, you can't just say he has forgotten how to drive yeah. it's unfortunate the whole mclaren relationship didn't work out lando was outscoring him basically just aside the asides as i'm talking about the 2021 season aside the monza one two you couldn't really see any race so you're like oh ricardo actually blazed this boy off the track I but think yeah mexico, like to see. mexico 2020 yeah, yeah. but that he'd already lost his seat by that point yeah yeah right. true but yeah i I would like to see Ricardo back in a in a car that is reliable and one that is quick because we know what he could do. The the days when it was Hamilton and Rosberg fighting outside of Vettel trying to chip in wins, Ricardo was the next guy. He finished third on the yeah. grid. I'm pretty sure twice, 2015 and 16. So and, and in no, 16, 15, I must. I think. 14 because 15 he lost to Daniel Kivia. Okay, yeah, but I know 16 was probably was, his best year, closest, yeah. point points wise. Yeah, so I would like to see Ricardo in a pretty quick. I believe he, I believe he still has that talent to, like, look at his wins for Monza aside. Look at his other wins like uh, Canada 2014, Hungary 2014, Azerbaijan 2017, I guess, uh, Shanghai 2018. These are wins that he basically just stole by himself. He's probably P5 with 10 laps to go and he's just using some crazy cornering speed and technique to pick guys off one by one. So, yeah, I think Ricardo is... Give him the right car. A car that is good enough. Like, basically, put Ricardo in a Ferrari of last year. Not saying science, science isn't good. Science is pretty good. I like him as well. But put him in that kind of caliber of car and I think he'll be able to deliver something good out of it. Deliver podiums at least. Who knows? Probably a winner too. So I would like to see Ricardo get back on the onto the grid. He believes he can, but yeah, it shouldn't just be get back in, give him a car that is worth it. That is worth his talent, worth somebody that has 32 podiums. So 
the problem is, I think his stock, just quickly, um, for it overall, yeah. I think his stock has taken yeah. a big because of the performance at McLaren and other teams will be worried to, they'll sort of think, okay, where does our car rank between mm. Red Bull, Renault's mm. philosophies and McLaren's philosophy? Where does it rank? Because if we get him in this big signing and he doesn't do well like he didn't at McLaren, that's very embarrassing because mm. it's kind of like, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. <laughs> yeah. um, so I am interested to see I, I, I'm not, I, if I'm not mistaken, he had P4 or P5 in 2020 with that Renault car. He was very, I think, um, he would have been he did pretty behind, well for them. He had a couple, he would have been behind Force sure. India off the top of my head. Um, or not Force India, Racing Point, no, no, the driver's standings, yeah. Um, he would have been yeah. behind, Czech, um, obviously, Lewis, Valtteri, Max. I'm pretty sure Checo was next was in there so yeah i think ricardo was p5 in the driver standards for that, I can see him that Renault car. but he wouldn't have been above checker for sure yeah and so he was definitely in an inferior car that mm -hmm. season and and did, he, did what he, he was could it. yeah yeah he was um, pretty he got impressive. a couple podiums i think tuscany he got a podium so again it was a very it was a very impressive season um yeah he got yeah. no he got a podium in imola and a podium in the Eiffel Grand Prix. So, Eiffel Grand Prix, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, he got fourth place in Tuscany, fourth place in Belgium, fourth place in um, Silverstone. He was very competitive. Um, yeah, can, I, you, can I, you really blame him? P4 to those cars ahead of you, you're you doing well. Yeah, you're not he was, definitely going to touch P3. He was a top Lewis. five driver on the grid, I think, in my opinion, at that time. Yeah, for uh, that year. It's yeah. unfortunate how things have panned out, but I, as much of a fan as I am of him, I do struggle to see what, who takes the gamble and gives him another chance because he's that's, not going to be like He already rejected yeah. Haas, who I think would have been a great... Imagine if he was like... Hulkenberg is showing up Magnussen right now. Uh, Magnussen is usually a great qualifier, um, but Hulkenberg mm -hmm. is showing him up in qualifying. If it was Ricardo doing that, his stock would be flying through the roof. And Hulkenberg is and, proving it in race as well. Yeah. So it's Alpine not just... proven. Alpine had the opportunity to sign him back before they got Gasly, they chose him. So yeah, McLaren, I, I think I think what they feel, what Alpine feels is, oh, you left us after 2020. I think Syria Abitable was their team principal at the time. So they are seeing it like, we don't want another deja vu situation. Things may not go your way the first season and then you walk away from us because they were, they were Renault at the time. So Alpine is not looking to get him yeah, back. So He's not going to get a seat at Ferrari. He's not going to get a seat at Mercedes, nor Red Bull. So... Yeah, uh, yeah, I you don't just don't know what team takes him. I don't see a way for him back onto the grid, unfortunately. Um, as yeah. Mick, Mick obviously has age on his side, but the only team that has, like, Mick at Williams, mm. I, I don't see it happening because Albon's been very dependable. Sargent has been very, Sargent has had a decent looking, start. Looking good so far, yeah. Even though he drove into the back of De Vries in Australia. Mm. Um, rookie stuff, rookie stuff. Had a good start. Alfa Romeo is the big one because Bottas has been underwhelming to start the season. But then Alfa Romeo have been lining up with Teo Pocher for the last three years. So if anyone mm. is going to take that seat, it's Teo Pocher. Um, Alfa Tari, De Vries has not had a great start to his career. Sonoda has outperformed him all three races and he's been very anonymous in the races, which can be a mm. good thing. He's not getting into incidents, but it's also, you know, he's not on the brink of points. He hasn't, Sonoda finished 11th twice and then 10th. Mm -hmm. um, the has not been close and then when you look at the fact that Liam Lawson won in Super Formula Drogovic is an F2 champion that didn't get the opportunity um, Ayumo Iwasa has done well in F2 as well it's a struggle yeah. to see who takes the chance on Mick Alpine are very comfortable Gasly, Ocon they are two guys yeah very very comfortable that, that could be a lineup for the next three years possibly exactly um, Landon Norris is 23 Piastri is 22 
like that's yeah. i just don't see a way back for either of them onto the grid unless audi come in and want a german driver that, that's until 2026 ricardo yeah. is if i'm not mistaken 35 36 at that time oh, so. Ricardo, yeah ricardo's not going to <laughs> yeah. that's on, yeah, unless, yeah. a big pr thing but schumacher the german mm. connection might salvage him especially because andrea seidel is there now maybe he lines him up for that maybe andrea mm. seidel gives ricardo a gamble i doubt it because obviously he's worked with him at mclaren and they struggled mm -hmm. but yeah unfortunately yeah. to call it here I, I think the conclusion is it's formula one is just so competitive there's only 20 seats yeah Obviously, only 20 fernando will not be there forever lewis will not be there forever valtteri will not be there forever people will uh, checo will not be there forever and you didn't know that yeah. starts on musical chairs but people are lasting longer so you can't anticipate a retirement someone like yeah, with, with, with vettel with vettel's retirement last year we only have two drivers on the grid are both 35 and that's lewis and alonso so exactly so i, I don't yeah. see we still have a couple of other guys that will still be there for a while but yeah, but, yeah. we never know we just never know what seats could be taken but at this point at this moment nothing yeah so we can wrap up this episode here as for f1 by our next episode which would be episode nine i'm sure we can start looking towards baku i just can't wait <laughs> for real let's just get some racing going again and i think baku should be exciting given first sprint event of the year the nature of the track and the few teams coming in with upgrades mercedes are looking to bring in a new car concept so yeah we should have a fair bit to talk about heading into that we'll focus on champions league tomorrow and wednesday probably europa league as well the nba playoffs continue so yeah, this has been episode eight. Hope you guys have enjoyed, and we'll see you next week once again. Atalani, bless up once again. Always a pleasure.